Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Loving Your Life Again podcast. I am your host, Christina. In this episode, I am going to focus on the importance of setting intentions and visualization. No matter where you are in your journey, it's never too late to take a moment and assess where you are at and where you want to go. With us only being a month into the new year, I wanted to talk about setting intentions. Statistics show that most people have already given up on their resolutions by now. In the time where we were approaching the new year, there was so much talk about setting intentions for the new year, visualizing, essentially changing the mindset from resolutions to intentions. I've always heard about resolutions. Hearing about the intentions, that's different. I like the sound of it. It's really like setting a roadmap for a period of time that can be revised as needed. So let me ask you, have you ever gotten to a point in your life where you were like, how did I get here? Your life looks nothing like you imagined when you were a child. You see, when we're children, at least in the first seven years of our lives, it is like our options are endless. We are told and feel like we can do anything. Then something happens, something shifts, and we start being told to bring our dreams back down to what's realistic. The problem with this is these dreams that we have are the dreams that God laid on our hearts. They reflect our true nature. They reflect our life's purpose. When was the last time you heard a kid say they dreamed to be broken? They dreamed to be in a relationship with someone who was consistently tearing them down just to lift them back up in the event they threatened to leave. They dream of being gaslit. They dream of waking up sad, hurt, anxious, always needing to walk on eggshells and fear. There are so many other descriptions that one could use when you're describing what it feels like when you're in a toxic relationship and you're not fully aware. You're, you don't quite realize it yet. You know something's not right, but you're not quite sure what's wrong. You see, I remember waking up one day and then multiple days in a row feeling just broken and defeated, almost like, what is the point of all of this? It's really like, is this what life is meant to be? There is no way God would have allowed me to survive the car accident I was in to bring me to the life I was living. I was in a place where I was extremely overweight. I was always in pain. My mobility was severely limited. I was just existing, going through the motions, doing what I knew had to be done. I had no emotion because if I did, if it started to come out, there was always repercussions for it. I was unhappy for a long time. I just don't think I was quite aware of how unhappy I was, that there was another option. Anytime I had considered leaving, it was like something from the outside was preventing me. Mostly my faith. A little bit, I held hope that I could like help heal the situation, that I could sacrifice my happiness as long as my child was happy. That if I did fill in the blank because I was willing to try anything, that things would be different. There were two instances that happened about six months apart from each other that brought awareness that 
this was not normal. This was not okay. In both instances, there were outsiders looking in that witnessed what happened and said, it's not your fault. I always thought everything was my fault. And, and I was told it's not my fault. You see, as you probably know, when you're in a toxic relationship, there's nothing you can do right. Anytime something happens, it's always your fault. I mean, after these incidents happening, I would make a mental note. So then when I was later blamed for it, I knew the truth. I started getting clarity. It's funny what awareness can bring to a situation. Now, as I previously previously talked about, so I'm not going to go in great detail about it again. Um, but every time I considered leaving, there was something like a sermon that would come on not talking about the sanctity of marriage. Even just recently, thinking back on my healing journey so far, I had the revelation that if Satan used scripture against Jesus in the desert, what makes me immune? You see, God doesn't want his people getting divorced. He did create marriage forever. However, he also didn't create his children to be abused. The more I did that essentially the church was telling me to do, the more I prayed, the more I submitted, the more I loved him through it, the more I fill in the blank, check the box. If it was suggested, I tried it. Tried it wholeheartedly. But everything I tried, it got worse. And I... As I previously told you, I had cried out to God and he released me. Finally, I got clarity that I was listening not to God, the relationship I built with God. I wasn't listening to that still small voice. I was listening to all the voices from the outside. And when God plants that dream in your heart, you don't need to look to the outside the outside can bring confirmation and clarity, but you will know that you know that you know from that still small voice inside of you. And sometimes it's hard to hear that still small voice when you're in so much pain. So all you can focus on, on is that pain. But if you can take just a brief moment to shift your eyes from the pain to God and still your heart and get super quiet, God will reveal to you what the best option is. And that's what happened. I was set free. I was set free from all the things I thought. I was keeping myself stuck, bringing it back to dreams. Like I was saying, that life is no child's dream. So why was I loving it? And I've been exploring many different facets and I've dabbled in this and floundered and, and trying to figure it out recently. I learned that it was time to start dreaming again. Dreams can change. Dreams can adjust. Just because you had one set dream on your heart from when you were a little girl, that, that can change. You grow, you evolve. Your dreams can grow and evolve as you grow and evolve. It's time to start dreaming again. I know when you first leave that toxic 
relationship. You're lost. It's like you have to rediscover yourself. And rediscovering yourself can and is a fun journey. One that continues to grow and evolve. One that as you start to break those false beliefs that you are so conditioned to believe. When you start to see you for you and find your true authentic self, you don't worry so much about what others think. You're no longer walking on eggshells in fear of what your partner might say or do because you're not fitting in their box. And in order to get to the point where you are loving the life you are living, you have to know what that looks like. Otherwise, you're just meandering around with no sense of direction. And that might be fun for a while, but it could also be frustrating. So I learned you need to create a roadmap. The good thing about this roadmap is it can be adjusted because as you grow and evolve, your dreams may shift slightly too. You see, until you get back to childlike dreams, your dreams are limited to what you know. But as you evolve on your healing journey, your mind becomes capable of dreaming at whole new levels. So let's talk about some of the key points to a roadmap. Point one. Well, you have to know where you're going, right? So let's start with visualizing. Now, with visualization, you may be an expert and have been doing it for years. But when I first heard about visualization, I didn't think it was for me. I tried and it seemed like nothing was happening. And then I was talking to somebody about this and they advised, don't focus on the vision so much itself, but on the feeling that you want to feel. And at the same time, I also decided that I was going to turn it into a prayer of sorts. So I was meditating, asking God to show me, to open the eyes of my heart. You do have to allow yourself to get into a meditative state. And one way of doing that is finding a guided meditation. That will help you bypass the conscious mind, which the conscious mind can act as a filter, preventing you from seeing or hearing clearly. When you get into this meditative state, allow yourself to dream. You could be living the life of your dreams. What does it look like? There are no bad ideas. There are no wrong desires. There is nothing too big or nothing too small. Allow yourself to dream as if you are living the life of your dreams. Again, what would that look like? God gave us the ability to dream. Essentially, you are connecting with God, asking to have the eyes of your heart open, asking God to show you, to reveal to you. Another way to look at it too would be um, from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed, what do you do throughout the day? Do you wake up to an alarm? Do you have a set? breakfast, lunch, dinner time? Do you meditation and journaling and working out? Do you go straight into work and what kind of work are you doing? You name it. What does your ideal day look like? Are you traveling? Are you working in an office? Are you working from home? Again, the options are limitless. These are your dreams, whatever you desire. And once you've had this 
meditation time, the next step is to journal. Make sure you have your journal next to you and just free write on what those dreams are. Free write about all the details that you saw from the smells that you smelled to the colors that you saw using all your senses, all the feelings, everything that you experienced, free write on it. Free write on it as if like you were, it actually is like you are there and focus on the feelings. Because that's really what's key. It's not the thing that we're after. The way those things make us feel. And the way those things make us feel, majority of the time, brings us back to a place of love. Which shouldn't be surprising because God is love. Step three. It's time to evaluate where you are at currently. So... In order to get to where you're going, you have to know where you're starting. So realistically, judgment-free, where are you right now? And then also consider what the person that you dream of being, what characteristics does that person have? What habits do they have? Who would they be hanging out with? What would they be doing in their free time. Um, And then, are you being that person? Now, don't let this overwhelm you. When I first thought about this, I'm like, oh, I'm nowhere near. All these things have to change. And it got overwhelming. One thing at a time. One small action. And as you slowly step into it, it becomes more and more natural and you'll feel better you'll start learning that you're truly living the life that you love i've heard it referred to as like the one percent rule there's been a a few different versions of it but essentially you make a one percent shift at a time you may not notice those changes immediately but you get far out down the road you'll end up in a completely different destination than where you started so 1%, 1% at a time, 1% a day, just 1% shifts to get you to the life of your dreams. And again, your dreams are always adjustable. As you grow, your dreams may grow or slightly shift or shift a whole lot. The key is you need to start dreaming so you know where you want to go. And then making those 1% shifts. To put it in practical terms, what would one thing be in your dream life? Would it be being full of energy? And right now you barely have enough energy to do the basic functions of life. Like a good day is getting out of bed and taking a shower. Oh, I remember those days well. I just wished. Like there was one day it was like I was wished for peace well you would think peace would come when you separate and you no longer have to work on eggshells but it doesn't come then because now you have your mind that you're battling and when you're in that constant state of battling your mind it's exhausting so no wonder you have no energy And then you also have to remember that 
energy in motion stays in motion. So it's really hard to get started. But once you do, the more you start moving, the easier it becomes. Another area you might want to start with is your health. How's your health? If that's, if health in the grand scheme of things is too big, let's break it down into bite-sized steps. Some examples of baby steps would be drinking more water, not fixing your whole diet at one time, but maybe one meal at a time. Start just educating yourself as to what is healthy for you. There are so many different options out there. Play with them. Play with one that works. But the key to that is ensuring you're looking at it from a lifestyle perspective, not a diet. Because really, you want to get healthy for life, not just to get to this next piece. And sometimes it comes easily and quickly. Sometimes it takes a little bit more work. And I have found on the actual bodily healing journey, it takes a lot of mindset work. So you may want to start with your mindset. Quick and easy things you can start with to help with your mindset is journaling or meditating. None of this has to be major. Um, it's again, the 1% shifts, things that you can add in. And as you add new habits in, some of the older bad habits will start falling away. So it's more natural and it's not so much work. One way that you can increase both your energy and your mindset is have a dance party. Find some really upbeat songs that you love, blast them and dance around. If it's you're struggling to get your house clean. Oh my gosh, I remember those days. It just was so much work and there was no time. And, you know, I had to switch my mindset as I'm grateful I have a house to clean. And then I would put on good high vibe music stuff that made me want to dance around. And I'd dance and sing and while I was cleaning the house. Um, something else you can do is if you like reading or even just listening, but find a book. Whether it be a fiction book that you can use your imagination while journeying into other places, or whether it's um, personal development, history, whatever you enjoy doing, take a moment, take some time, read. Find a podcast or YouTube videos that involve any areas that you're interested in. What you put in your mind directly affects your mindset, which can greatly help with your healing journey. And then the most important aspect is your relationship with your higher power. I could not get to where I am today if I didn't have a relationship with God. I have seen God work in so many ways and I never cease to be amazed which makes this journey even more exciting. I'm so excited that you decided to join me today. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you. Remember, you are not alone. At any point in time, feel free to contact me. My email address is reloadinchrist at gmail.com. This can also be found on my website, which is 
reloadinchrist.com. Feel free to shoot me a DM. I can be found on Instagram or Facebook. Both are at Reload in Christ. I would love to hear your feedback. If there are any topics you would like to hear more about, let me know. And I'm also always looking for guests. So if you are a survivor or an expert, please contact me and we can set something up. Lastly, and most importantly, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And we can continue on this journey together.